Hey, we've done it. We're here. After one malfunction after another, where we finally made it. I think we only had to reschedule this one twice, which is a record for us. Uh. Is it? I feel like literally <laughs> when we were like season know. three, I feel like we literally like pushed it off for almost a month once. I lost track of how many times we rescheduled. I just stopped paying attention. I'm like, Am I don't I know tonight. Yes or no? We're at the yeah. point where like the live that like the airing episodes for us now are like catching up to us, and so I'm like, oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I forgot. We I was s- going to publish 604 yesterday, which was the day after Christmas. But yeah, so I forgot to publish the episode. So I guess I'll publish it right after. Oh, I didn't even realize. It's No, it was the day after Christmas. It's we took a, the it's week okay. off for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Yeah. Sorry. We'll no, be back totally. next Definitely, week. Definitely. For sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> well, at this no, point, no. we're like so far in the future. This episode's probably going to show up in like February. I know. When I was listening back Maybe to like the first couple episodes I was talking about like whether or not the Phillies were going to get want to get into the playoffs and like ever since then they have disappointed me so uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the Eagles finally stopped disappointing me uh, by the time this airs who knows if they'll be back on a losing streak but do you think do, I haven't been keeping up but do they have a good chance of going to the Super Bowl yeah they're, they're in the playoffs they clinched a playoff spot um the ravens just had a really good game they Christmas did too. They, they fucking beat... creamed them the niners yeah oh, they my the mom shit had to remind niners. me my mom had to remind me like not sports related but the emmys are soon oh she shit. was like she was like oh the emmys are soon and i was like what she was like yeah they got delayed because of strike, strikes strike. yeah. and i completely forgot when is I was like, I was like, Emmy- wait, who is even nominated? <laughs> like, when I are the Emmys normally supposed to air? In like September, Summer? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's like so. It's like September. Damn, so they're like six yeah. months late. Yeah, because of the strikes. And then I think the I think the Oscars might be on track to still be in February because that's when the Oscars usually are. Yeah, is Kimmel hosting? Uh, I think so. Unfortunately, who's hosting the Emmys? Damn it! I think Joe. Uh, Coy. I actually don't know if they have a. Who'd Wait, that? they He's have a host Chelsea Lately's or Chelsea Handler's ex-boyfriend. She dumped him for being. I don't even know who that is. He's a stand-up is. comedian. She dumped him for being homophobic. No, 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 no. Anthony Anderson's hosting. Anthony Anderson. I'm gonna ask the again. Emmys. Who that? From Blackish. Oh, oh. Okay. He is in some trouble. Maybe Joe Coy is, is hosting the Globes. Heard. Maybe that's what it is. Wait, why is he Kimmel's in trouble? Kimmel's hosting the Oscars. Uh, sexual harassment slash anthony anderson oh shit i didn't know that oh damn uh the globes do oh, not we're gonna date ourselves oh so joe... it is yeah joe Coy february this is the globes. i just said it's february oh my god it's december 27th hey yeah no yeah joe coy i'm pretty sure chelsea handler dumped him for being homophobic is chelsea handler the girl from brooklyn 99? no chelsea handler no a, that's chelsea peretti uh, and she's with jordan yeah. peele Yes. Chelsea Handler had that show Chelsea lately. She, yeah, yep, and they, yeah, they're like not I literally anymore. don't know anyone. She's like ever. a fifty-something blonde woman. Chelsea Handler. Han- who is this? H a n d l e r. Well, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah. Oh, I know who she is. She's the one who does like she's like super like stern with like controversial people, yeah. and she's like, mm, actually, let's talk about this stuff because you're an yeah. asshole. Quote unquote, some behaviors that we couldn't agree on. Yeah, he was homophobic. I see. But yeah, because God forbid we have like a funny woman host any of these shows uh, who might not have sexually assaulted somebody or done something Jimmy racist Jimmy Kimmel needs to sit down. Yeah. 
We've seen enough of him. We see him every day. Well, it's also like, God forbid, we just don't have a host. The shows were better when they're like, I was, because I'm sick of when the host comes. And then it would just be all celebrity presenters, right? Or or it's like, if you're going to have somebody host, get Seth Meyers in there. Or Amber Ruffin, who writes for Seth Meyers and is just as get Adam Devine. Oh, oh, we haven't recorded since I watched all of Modern Family. I finished Modern Family yesterday. Oh my God. Are you as mad as most people are that she didn't get back with Andy? Yeah, yeah. I also would have been happy if Haley didn't end up with any of them. I am a little mad that that the ending was Dylan. Oh, yeah. Well, because I know Dylan was like just the wrong choice from what I've heard. But yeah, people were like up in arms about it. Apparently, even Sarah Hyland like approached Adam at an after party one time and was like, hey, what the hell? Like, what, you didn't want to come back to Modern Family? And he was like, what are you talking about? I asked to come back so many times. They told me that they couldn't like find the funny between the two of us. What? Like, like they were like, they said, he, he said apparently they couldn't find, the producer said they couldn't find the funny between Haley and Andy anymore. So they didn't have me come back. He was like, I would have loved to come back. I, he's like, I told my manager to ask if I could come back many times. And he was yeah, so it was like good. after she she saw him at some after party for maybe like a movie he did or like some award show. Which actor is he? Adam Devine, Pitch Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh! I didn't realize he was in Modern Family. I never watched. Um, you should watch it, Modern Evan. I, I just watched it yeah. front to back. Oh, I didn't realize he was in that he's, show. That's so he silly. plays. Oh, goodness. Yeah, one of Haley's boyfriends. Um, the amount of guest stars you, that are in that show, <laughs> crazy. That's how I've been feeling. I've been watching 30 Rock lately, and that show is, like, horribly racist. But, but okay, it's really, really, like, it aged poorly, but apparently if you go back and read, like, writing during the time, a lot of critics are like, it's one of the best shows on TV to handle race. Like, they like they really get it, or, like, they, they just, like, the satire really makes sense. Yeah. Which, like, I could definitely see that, but I... I just know that it's aged so poorly. Oh, yeah. But Amanda, question for what? you, because we didn't really talk about it. But you sent me that photo of that one episode that, that Anders is in. Uh-huh. Did you have any thoughts? He's yeah, well, <laughs> in it for literally one scene. <laughs> I know he's in it for like no time at all, but it's like, what'd you think? I wish he would have been in more. I Yeah, I wish he would have, like, the whole thing was Phil was trying to sell him a house. And they were like desperate to sell him the house. So they like researched him online and like got way too invasive. yeah i watched that episode but yeah i and he showed up i would have liked him to have moved into the house and stuck around a little bit like he's funny yeah. as fuck bro like i don't know maybe you should watch workaholics whatever i watched workaholics in college <laughs> oh that's so right <laughs> it is such it is My such a college workaholics yeah. growing up i've never and then watched he did, it like, myself nothing either of note after actually okay i will say that monarch show the Godzilla one yeah. is pretty damn good. Um, and there's some serious thruple energy going on <laughs> with his character, um, Wyatt Russell, who's Kurt Russell's son, uh-huh. and Mari Yamamoto, I think is the actress's name. Like the three of them play like a kind of a team. There's some serious thrupling energy going on there. Like, you will not beat my gay allegations. What show is this? Monarch Legacy of Monsters. It's an Apple TV show um okay allegedly i've been watching it other ways but it's really good and i know nothing about like the godzilla movies really Mm-mm. i just remember millie bobby brown is in one of them well that might be the one that john goodman is also in because durs plays like young john goodman which people are like what the fuck and i'm also like what the fuck 
but yeah that's so fucking well because it's like sure yeah sure he yeah, is okay but it's i mean i having think having seen show. younger john goodman in roseanne if you age him back and shed some of the weight i can see i can see it i see the vision. right well it's like that's i think that you could you could absolutely like say there is a narrative reason yeah. that you could say he gained a drastic amount of weight between Anders and John young John Goodman yeah. because something traumatic does happen to him. So it's like you could you could make the argument of like, oh, he's been really depressed or like whatever. Yeah. And like because John then, Goodman has like classic, classic like old Hollywood movie star looks. Like that Right. Well and John Goodman in the past couple of years has lost a lot of yeah. weight. So yeah, no, he like got really, really right. Skinny, so in the like really fast in the beginning of the Monarch show, you do see like current John Goodman. He has a scene, and he's what is the thin. show dated? Like the seventies okay, or eighties? Like, it's like half set. So the the cool thing about it is that Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell, who are father and son in real life, play the same character. So that's in cool. the like twenty fifteen timeline. It's Kurt Russell, and he's working with like these like younger people and then the storyline is connecting back to the 50s didn't they do that in tron maybe with with i um, think didn't his what's his name not with kurt russell because him and wyatt have never been in anything together apparently yeah no i think i think they did the same thing like the dad played like his son played his son because he gets trapped in the video game blah blah blah. anyway sorry continue your story back to the 50s storyline and Durs is in the well, 50s that was, uh, with Wyatt. With Wyatt. The Joe. NWA movie, Ice Cube's son played Ice Cube in that movie. That's yeah. true. <laughs> That's true. Um, but and yeah. I had a little bit I of a I texted Lena when I got to the episode that Adam Devine was in. I get it. <laughs> you know what? I get it. You get it. Hey. He's fucking... He's magnetic. It was so funny. The message literally just goes, Lena. I get it now. I get it. <laughs> well, he's so damn charming. I he's so damn charming. He's very charming. Well, and that's the thing is I understand why he had that run of rom-coms. Like, like I, yeah, he's not for everyone. But he did like a run of rom-coms after Modern Family. Like what, what was it? Like when we first met, Jexy, yeah. which was kind of a piece of shit. Um, isn't it romantic? Like he even did several... Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Mike and Dave is yeah. I mean it's it's more heavy oh, yeah, on the comedy than the romance. But he was like a leading man in several movies, and I'm like, no, I get it. I get why. Yeah. he was being no. Yeah, cast. If you, Evan, if you see him in literally like, yeah. two scenes, he's of charismatic. Family, as you're fuck. like, no, I would also develop a crush on him immediately. Like, no, I've. I've never said I've been anti. <laughs> he was also. You're putting words in my I'll mouth. I'll say it. In my I think Dave's- he's a cutie. I've I've seen him in so many things. Like I've never like sat down and watched like yeah. I'm gonna watch an Adam Devine. I'm never gonna or, like, sit movie. down and watch but, Uncle Grandpa for no reason. Like, <laughs> like when he pops up though, I'm You're like, like hey, hey, baby, it's been a long yeah, time. I'm like, what hey, are you babe. doing here? Hey, babe. Ooh. Yeah, no, I think he's the funniest person ever. Like, don't he's get me wrong. He's definitely got his bits, but this is I'm gonna assert. I'm going to circle it. He was in Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates with Zac Efron. Zac Efron is in a brand new movie called Iron Claw with our man Jeremy Allen White. With Jeremy but Allen Jeremy. White. And also freaking Jerry went to Zac Efron's like Hollywood star like like Aww, thing. That's sweet. Jeremy, it was really cute. Jeremy I was watching, must like, be really like 
he must just be like fun to be around yeah. because I swear yeah. he becomes besties with like every co-star. Yeah, yeah. And everyone always just speaks so highly of him. And Jeremy's like, wait, me? He's like, hey, what's no. up, guys? <laughs> I'm Jeremy. I'm I think like, he like forgets he's famous. Like, I feel like he's one of those people where like. That, well, that's what he said about Zac Efron. He's like, the thing about Zac Efron is he's a leading man who I don't think knows that he's a celebrity. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like that's how Jeremy is because I feel like even though like as a, as successful as a show shameless was he he like was always around but he was never like put pushed to the front and like even though that show literally ended what four four years ago shameless ended less than three years yeah okay yeah so like two and a half years ago when that show ended like homeboy only started like i feel like being like jeremy allen white time was like yeah after the bear i was so yeah, yeah, obviously, obviously, obviously yeah, for the but bear, like, but I'm just like I was so defensive when when the bear came out and everybody's like, oh my god, who's this guy? I'm like, where the fuck have you been for 11 years? Where have you been? <laughs> okay, I will say he did like one movie with the scary. Dave Franco I watched him in that one scary Bree movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I is that the cabin yeah. movie? Yeah, the cabin or something. That movie sucked. I think he got a lot of attention for that, that movie because because well, Dave so Franco bad. directed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why everyone. That's why it that got, movie like, was. And then people were like, awareness. "Oh my god, look from Shameless." No, here's my thing about that movie. I love a good like, like, like thriller, like kind of like murder mystery type movie because it's basically one of those movies where like everyone gets killed off. You don't. You, it's not who you think is the killer. Blah 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 blah. My whole thing is just like it was a whole lot of the plot was a whole lot of nothing. Everyone got killed within three seconds. Like, either they just got shot, they got stabbed, or they got pushed over, like, a wall. It was over within a millisecond, and then the reveal was so anticlimactic. Isn't it sort of like a... I agree. Okay. I agree. Isn't it sort of like a bodies, bodies, bodies thing where it turns out, like... I never saw bodies, bodies, okay. bodies, honestly, Without, so... Without, like, spoiling in, in serious detail, like... People think that there is a murderer on the loose because someone turns up dead. And then as it turns out... Maybe they were not murdered. It's more like they mm. think it's no, no, no. No, it's, it's more, more like, like they think one of their group is has the, killed is the killer, else. but it, but it's a whole other thing. Yeah, right. And yeah, then, and then like, it sort of becomes the, about like interpersonal drama yeah. rather than the threat of being hunted by a killer. Yeah, because everyone like basically gets killed without realizing so it's not even like there's any fight or there's any like well and i know the like, cabin a lot of it is that there's sort of like cheating going on right yeah i think so yeah, yeah. they like fuck each other's significant others yeah yeah and like you think it's like the racist neighbor from next door because one of the characters is like a black woman so of course he like makes unnecessary comments directly at her so you think he's the killer but then he gets killed and like yeah. it's a whole thing but i do i've Bad heard movie. nothing but good things about <laughs> iron claw even though i will admit i know no that it was same. medically necessary Jer- Zachary Zach Efron's new chin scares me and I don't like it. No, dude, yeah. when I see him in a photo, oh. I just like I feel like someone put the a filter yeah. I feel on so him. bad though. Well, cuz he was like cuz he for shattered a couple his of years. Jaw. Yeah, for and for a couple of years he had been doing what these like jaw exercises to keep it like looking the same. Yeah. But then for some reason maybe it was over the pandemic or something, he said that he like stopped doing them and that's what caused his other muscles to grow. Yeah. And now he just, like, can't do anything about it. 
And it just looks like his jaws is But also it is now, like I just feel Well it bad. is like well at the end of the day you got reconstructive surgery. Yeah. And you look like you got yeah, reconstructive surgery. Yeah, of course that shit's not gonna But like it was same. a medically necessary reconstructive surgery, but yeah, it does Right. Well, well it wasn't it wasn't like cosmetic. Like his he had no jaw. Like Yeah. I feel like I saw like there were some conspiracies that like it was like like him saying that he broke his jaw was like a cover. No, but he what, did. did. I he remember he fell and I hit his chin on a fountain and it shattered. I his thought it was jaw. a dock. I thought it was like he was on he was on a dock. I just don't remember like the on full the water. Story. That's a me not that's not me I, accusing him of lying. I do remember I when was... that happened. I remember like articles and stuff about it. Uh, being like yeah, about being like well because it was got, like he almost because it was like surgery. he almost died like. Yeah. straight up oh damn it pr- but Efron. he's getting all the reviews i'm seeing of iron claw is not like yes jeremy allen white is good and i'm very excited for him but also it's all zach efron is gonna is awesome. get a fucking oscar for this movie he Have you guys said because i haven't the accident happened in november 2013 um he was, was running like through his, his house one day while wearing oh yeah while wearing socks when he slipped and smacked his face on the corner of a granite fountain shattering his jaw um, he reg- he began regularly going to physical therapy to rehabilitate. Um, but when he was traveling around Australia, he had to take time off doing from that, doing like, from stuff, doing those right? yeah for a show. He took time off from doing facial exercises and physical therapy, and then he said, since the muscles in the face all work together like a symphony, his masseter muscles, um, which are the ones used for chewing, began to overcompensate because the other parts were injured, and that's why hit like that. So part. the surgery only happened like in what 2013, yeah. and then he. But just then stayed he behind closed doors he for didn't like a while. no, but he didn't. He had been going to physical therapy like super regularly until. Was it just him not until doing that 2020? Really what intensified yeah. it? Yeah, yeah until 2021. Like, Greatest Showman was what 2015, 2016. Like he and he looked normal. Yeah, yeah this was like yeah. mid. I and what 2013? The Australian this show. Like, I feel like. I feel like mid high school during musical, like, like when it was like Eat Australia or something like that. I remember that's when I feel like people started yeah. to make comments. They were like, "Hit his." Well, I think like, he also like, like oh, his jaw looks. I think he also got say, filler. Surgery. I think he also got filler sometime around there too because his cheekbones to look strange too. too. His lips look really plump. Not gonna lie, he looked really tight. I will for a say, second, and I was just like, it looked like someone just like put like a plastic bag across his face and just like pulled it yeah. really, really yeah tight. i will say like you you can see i'm pretty sure after the accident his jawline is a lot sharper probably because of like how they reconstructed it because real i mean and you could attribute this to him like getting older too but like because he's what 30 something yeah. yeah but like in his in his early career his face was pretty round yeah like he didn't he didn't have like a super square jawline and then it wasn't until after like that accident that i think the reconstruction gave him a really square jawline but again you could also attribute yeah. that to him like and again this is not shade yeah. on him every once in a while he t- no this you is, catch him from trying to understand what the you fuck catch him happened. from an angle and i can see like his old face from like a certain angle and then he turns his head the rest of the way and i was like it's, i'm just still yeah, getting looking used at to him it. straight on i'm yeah. like i also oh. do just think it is Sorry. like certain <laughs> photos of him that look yeah, weirder than all others. the promo for Iron say, Claw with the saturation does not. I help will say, it. like, yeah, I do think he got filler or something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No shame <laughs> though. Fucking everyone in Hollywood right. has something in their face at this point. And he like, had, you got the money, knock yourself out. Did you see out, at bro. his uh, Walk of Fame, his star uh, thing? He he did a really lovely tribute to Matthew Perry too. He's. I didn't watch that far enough. No, in the I video. didn't. 
he did a love you tribute because they became they really close uh, friends during Seventeen again. And oh that yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah. Oh, I saw some. He plays young. I watched an interview he Matthew did a couple Perry. a couple weeks ago where he talked about Seventeen again and Matthew Perry. Yeah, he I'm said sorry. Working... I'm still looking at pictures of him, and I think he got something done with his eyebrows. Maybe <laughs> like, <laughs> like brow lift or something. Maybe I love Seventeen again. It's one of those movies. It's just yeah. so good, and it fucking has um, Sterling Knight in mm-hmm. it, brother. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, he said working with and Matthew then, Perry like made him a better actor. It like forced him to to like do things differently than like the th- teeny bopper things he had been doing. And yeah, so he gave like a really nice tribute to him at his Walk of Fame ceremony. It was it was lovely. Like even though it is such a silly movie, that's such like a very emotional. Oh, it's so movie. good! Like such an emotional. It's so movie. good. I remember seeing it in the theaters with my mom. Yeah, <laughs> I had it on. DVD. I had it. Yeah, I had it on DVD. But I do want to see Iron Claw. I think it came out on Christmas. I'm really excited for it. You know what I saw for Christmas in the movie theaters? What? Die Hard. <laughs> Good for Ooh. you. That was awesome. I've Has never... anyone here seen that Sydney Sweeney rom-com? No, no. it looks stupid. I know, and but also, people are saying it's kind of sneaky. People are saying it's kind of sneaky good. Or it's just like mm, classic I don't want rom-com. to believe it. I watched some of the dialogue. I mean, I watched a clip and I heard some of the dialogue and just like the way Glenn Powell was delivering his lines, I was like, I don't think I could sit. Oh, he's a Kendall. Two hours of yeah. This. See, he's the thing that I would buy in a rom com because you. The thing with the rom com is you gotta lean into it. Like you know, you're yeah. here for corny. Lean into it. <laughs> yeah, he's but corny. like I think I'm so past that that I can't. Yeah. And also, I saw this post today where it's like a photo of him. He's just like he looks like a like a parking meter. I just want to put coins through yeah. his mouth, and that made me laugh so hard. And I was like, honestly, I get it. Okay, so <laughs> let's talk about a show we, we jibber jab. that we all <laughs> are familiar about. with. We're in season six, episode five. We're almost, we're a little bit uh, toward halfway through season six. Look, we're doing it. Is there 11 or 12 episodes this season? 12. We're, but, 12. But we're closer to halfway than not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see when we get there. We're season six. Hi, by the way. My name is Amanda. I'm one of your hosts. This is the luck we had a shameless hey. recap podcast. <laughs> Hi, I'm Evan. I'm one of your other I'm hosts. I'm Lena. I'm your other host. 23 minutes in. We love to see it. Let's go. <laughs> um, we already kind of dated ourselves earlier, but it is Wednesday, December 27th. Yes. It is two days after, three day, two days two after, after Christmas. Christmas. It's still 2023. Um, I hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas. I know I did. Yeah. I hope my lovely ladies did as well. Yeah. Had a, pre- had a pretty good one. Got absolutely fucking hammered on Christmas Eve. Same. As is my right. Hell yeah. Same. <laughs> Hell yeah. Christmas is weird. My mom makes this sangria that just... And I have this goblet that's basically half a bottle of wine. I had <laughs> at least a full bottle of wine. Perfect. Yeah. Christmas got weird in my house, so everyone was drinking um, to, to cope. Mm. So it's okay. <laughs> I had like three Christmases because like, I just have like family scattered all over the place. But my actual Christmas was just me, my mom, and my brother. So I just watched Catching Fire. I watched. So one of the. I think ABC was just showing all the Hunger Games movies. Nice. So guess what I did? Well, I watched all of them. All I watched, wedding, watch I watched like I Wedding got... Crashers a couple days before Christmas. It, it was on <laughs> cable. I was like, this is the last great American rom com. Bradley Cooper, you will That's be hearing awesome. from me. <laughs> me and my parents, we wa- and Zoe, we watched Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and then Mary Poppins. Perfect double That's feature. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, but yes, this is a Shameless Recap Podcast. Let's recap some Shameless, shall we? Let's go. This is episode 605, season 6, episode 5, Refugees. 
Uh, it aired, <clears throat> excuse me, it aired February 7th of 2016. Uh, it was written by Eaton Frankel. Frankel. This is his, this is his 20th of 23 episodes. We're getting toward the end of him. He was also executive story editor in all of season one. And he wrote 205 Father's Day and 210 A Great Cause, 307 A Long Way From Home and 312 Survival of the Fittest, 404 Strangers on a Train, 409 The <laughs> the Legend of Bonnie and Carl, 505 Rite of Passage, 509 Carl's for Sentencing, this one and 610 Paradise Lost. And he wraps it up with 706 The Defenestration of Frank and 711 Dirt. Damn. He was a producer through season seven. He's crazy for that. And the director, Wendy Stansler, this is the second of two episodes, one was 508, Uncle Carl. She directed some early Grey's Anatomy and Private Practice, does a lot of like one or two episode jobs on like a bunch of different TV shows. She's bouncing around. Yeah. And the synopsis of this episode of season six, episode five, Refugees, uh, Frank helps Erica through the cancer concierge process as Debbie ups her game with Tyler. Lip tries to protect Helene from the fallout of Amanda's disclosure. Am I crazy or does like that synopsis just like spoil? Yeah. I was like, episode. wait, because did that it's like at the because end of the last episode? No, it didn't. It happened it didn't. in this one. It, right. And so like if you were watching like and you were like looking ahead to DVR next week's or something, yeah. you would just get like spoiled and it's like, oh. Yeah. I like as I was reading that, I was like, did we skip an episode? Like, did we already cover Amanda doing that thing? No, no, she doesn't even like, oh, guess what happens? The biggest event of this episode. Is this when she like yells no, at him is... in the library? No, no, no. That was when they broke this up. Is this is a whole other thing. The, the upload to oh, the yeah. interwebs. I remember. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I remember. Uh, the previously on for this episode was done by V and Fiona and some drunk in between them in the alibi. Previously on Shameless. We are reminded of uh, what I still maintain is my favorite non-Mandy girlfriend of lips. Amanda! Uh, she dumped him when he started fucking his professor, Helene. Um, goddamn Chucky and his terrible tattoo were back. Ian met all the gay firefighting team, including Caleb. Frank set himself and Debbie up as a cancer concierge for a dying woman and her husband so that Debbie can marry him and set herself up. Giannis lit himself Crazy. on fire. And the Gallaghers were evicted and someone bought the house from under them at an auction. The insane title credits the episode me and you lena have secretly been conversating about is that next episode or is that it i don't know which one you're talking um, about um with uh, involving nick yes okay so that's next episode i got that from the from the next up yeah there's gonna be something there uh we oh, but you don't know what i yet? don't know what yet oh no. awesome i love how yeah. unaware you are that's awesome yeah <laughs> No, okay, perfect. It's, I don't know. I feel like this season has a lot of topics that like it's actually get. This season has a lot we'll going on. We'll be able to have like I feel like a lot of good conversations because it's like literally your first discourse about this stuff, and like me and yeah. Nina have so much like boom, boom, boom. Well, back it's also we can like to you. okay, they were like well, it's also like they were trying to be topical. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was. It's juicy. Like don't get me wrong. I was. I will <laughs> never say I wasn't entertained by Shameless in the later seasons. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was definitely entertained. So we open on white boy Carl ready to throw down to keep the house. Like, he'll kill somebody. He don't fucking care. And Frank is in the process. He's like, well, if we're getting kicked out, I'm pulling all the copper pipes out of the walls. And good for you, Frank. Honestly, go for it. I love this show because we, it like, the amount of, like, 
it has happened more than once when they've removed those copper pipes in that house. Like that, there's multiple callbacks to that. <laughs> or when happening. they've threatened to, they're like, "We can take out all the pipes." They're like, <laughs> okay. they're like um, it goes for like fifty cents a, a gram or something like that. And I was just like, "Shut the fuck up." Uh, Carl says he and Nick will strap themselves with guns and protect the house from the front and the back. Chucky throws a racial slur at Nick and everyone goes, oh my God, you idiot child, shut the fuck up and go to school. Stop talking. Get the fuck out of here. Go to school. Because he says something that like all of the like brainwashed Nazi kids like were teaching him in the juvie. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, immediately stop talking. Get the fuck out. And uh, Fiona told Lip they didn't need him because he called. He's like, hey, shall I help? And she says, go focus on school. We don't need your help. Uh, well, it's like, sure, I will. Yeah. Like, he is very focused on being balls deep inside of his old lady girlfriend. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. Laser focus. He must be on Adderall. Because <laughs> speaking of inappropriate relationships, over to Debbie, who is doing her housework nanny thing for the dying woman and the husband she is trying to steal from the dying woman. And Debbie, because she's done this before, is actually very good at getting the kids up and ready and out the door for school. And the mom really does like having her around. But the dad, um, Henry, from what I like about you, he says they don't need the teen mom every morning. They are also <laughs> under the impression that Debbie is 18. And I think, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that they just like assumed. No, she told them. And then no one corrected. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, that, no, she said I was I'm like, 18 oh. because then. Well, because then the guy wouldn't fuck her yeah. if she wasn't. For sure. Yeah. Well, some men are evil. Yes. But. Uh, he tells her this isn't going to be a long-term gig, but like, why not? Honestly, even if she wasn't like scheming to hook up with him, why not? She's good with the kids. She's cheap. Your wife has cancer and needs help anyway. Like, this is a good deal for all involved. Well, and yeah, and the wife likes Debbie just fine. Yeah. <laughs> she really likes she really Debbie. Likes Debbie. <laughs> Uh, back to Lip and Helene cleaning up after they were having they were throwing each other against bookcases. Books were falling down on them while they fucked. It was a whole thing. I love and, a good uh, shameless fuck wood. montage. <laughs> and now they are cleaning up their sex tornado. And she gives him the book on Klimt, the artist whose paintings he reminds her of. I know that name. Zoe likes Klimt. Do you like Klimt, uh, Lena? I'm looking at uh, right now. I know the name, but I'm the the kiss. The gold one. That's Klimt. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like... Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't see how lip fits in <laughs> necessarily, but I like I like Magritte. Yeah. I think I, think I would compare that to Magritte. That's the Magritte. apple one, He's, right? Yeah, yeah. Or, or the kiss with the sheet over their heads. That's, that is Zoe's favorite painting ever. <laughs> it's one of my favorites ever. Um, That's so awesome. I listen. <laughs> uh, Helene lives, leans in and gives Lip a moment, a monumentally dirty kiss. And then she invites him over to her house tonight. And then at the ball house, Carol, who is V's mom, is hosting a Bible study group in their living room. And Kev can't help but pray for his baby girl to be his baby girls to be great tennis players and for Yanis to rest in peace. <laughs> Still carrying that on his shoulders and that's why he volunteers himself and v evidently to take in a foster kid for a little while that the church is sponsoring oh, i think i remember this foster kid it's many um yeah. oh oh it's Andy, it's <laughs> yes. Andy okay Mac. i remember first 
for a second I was thinking, um, um, oh yeah, you're a girl. For a second I was thinking, um, the Hispanic kid, but that was yeah, later, that's later. Wasn't it? Okay. No, it's um, it's a kid who started on. Yeah, they've taken in lots of. Kids. I forget her name. Yeah, I remember. I remember this episode. They came from. Um, and then the kids are like handling guns. Yeah, because they like fought yeah, in a war. Ch- they, or there was this thing. They were they were child soldiers. Yeah. yeah, they're refugees. So fucked up, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, D- Kev feels so guilty for like not doing anything about Yanis dying in front of him. And so he like needs this to feel better. Uh, and then we go back to the Gallagher house. Carl offers to make it rain and get the family set up in a new house. And Fiona once again refuses to take Carl's dirty money to get them set up at a place to live. And Frank once again asks her, what the fuck is your problem? You're now just against your own best interests. Like, what are you doing? I, like, I understand, but, like, y'all about to be homeless. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember, though, if, like, there's something with Carl's money, though. Like, like it does end up biting him in the no, ass. No, it, it does Having not. this, like, dirty money. It doesn't? It, it, well, That's it does later and with it does. the meth. Him and Sean have a moment that is dealt with. I, I remember that, but that's never, not because of the money. Ne- money is never a yeah. topic of discussion besides when Carl brings it up. Like, it never becomes an issue for him. Okay. It becomes an issue in season eight, though. I remember. And, like, Frank tells her this neighborhood was built around shady businessmen like Carl. And turning down this money is stupid. You have nowhere to live. He's offering you a place yeah, to live. because, like, like, there's... How many people are going to be homeless? Like, six? Yeah. Girl. And that's when the family... The family who bought the house comes walking in the front door because they bought the house. and But they, they honestly did not know that there was still a family living there. It's a, oh, it's a yeah. lovely family. And they say, we're so sorry. Take the week to get your stuff together for the move. And they see, they do seem kind. They seem like a nice family who wanted a good deal on a new house. And they're just like, sorry, we did buy it. Take your time leaving, though. And, and even Fiona's like, thank you. That is nice of you to give us that time. But also, I can't believe someone literally buying a house for like over 100 grand and not stepping in foot in it until you bought it. Yeah. Huh? You bought that's that a lot, sh- honestly. They, I don't know. Their plan was probably to flip it anyway because the whole theme of gentrification. Honestly, ever since. Like, they probably. I don't know if they were buying it to live in. Did they, they're did buying they it to live were? in it. It's a family that is buying yeah, it to live like in. Yeah, it's like a mom, a dad, and like a daughter. But I, I, I don't think they ever were like, we or, are going to live yeah. here. Like, I don't think those words are no, ever they said. they went running upstairs to to pick out oh, which I room. Oh, I want would the biggest whose. room. Oh, yeah. yeah. Duh, sorry. And like. Dude, buying a house sight unseen during ever since the pandemic, the minute a house goes on the market, there are 15 offers. Like people are yeah, are like that's just a thing. Yeah. Man. Uh so Carl threatens to dismember this nice family with a machete. <laughs> and Ian's like, Carl is kidding, and gets everybody out the door. <laughs> they had to give Ian a line. They were like, he needs a line. <laughs> hey, Ian scene, lives here. He's got nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, they were like, and Ian's here also. <laughs> <laughs> he was eating breakfast. <laughs> That's how I feel every time. Every time he has nothing to do, I'm like, and Ian's also <laughs> He is also a member My of this friend. family. No, that's literally like friend, majority of Ian's storyline because like he has he has a, a little bit of family. He comes in and says some fuck ass sassy yeah, thing like, in front of everyone and it's like, oh okay, yeah, sure. He like I feel like all of Ian's like personality is like with Caleb this season versus like with the family. Everything it it always revolves around his boyfriend. Yeah, they never they the do not know how to write, how write him as a him. person. That's the thing. Like after after they made him bipolar. Like they made him. Bi- it's like either his 
bipolar or his boyfriends. Like I Well, that's why Cam I left. Say it, I know. And I'm like, and I'm like, I miss Army Ian. Yeah. I mean, I know that that's like a closed door now because of the whole bipolar thing, but it's like, I miss Army Ian. I miss Ian who had friends. Like, yeah. I miss Ian and Lip. And that might mostly. have been what they're trying to build with this like firefighter paramedic thing journey he goes on of like ambition and a career and community. No, that yeah. is true. He he does kind of go on this whole like finding your purpose and thing. Then it, and, and he and does. And then it explodes. <laughs> yeah. Not till later, not till later, not till later. He gets a couple good seasons. But explodes, but, yeah. literally. Yep. But you'll, you know about that? I do know about that, okay. yeah. There's that deleted scene with Willem in that Oh, yeah. With, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, Willem. Willem in the E&T shirt. Where, where, he's, where he's, like, dressed as Che Guevara on the shirt or something, and it's like, what the? Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like Che Guevara-style shirt. Yeah. Like Ian oh behind God. bars and my that like Ian says like free Ian or something like that. Yeah, I know like it's just like Jesus. Gay Jesus, or something. Yeah. Gay Jesus. And he's like, who's and Mickey's like, fucking who's that? Yeah. <laughs> like, who is that guy on your shirt? It's really weird. He looks pretty familiar. Is that my friend Ian? <laughs> uh, the family goes to look at the bedrooms, and Debbie comes home with tears in her eyes. And she and Fiona get into it again about Debbie's job and staying in school, and oh yeah, the pregnancy. And Fiona's like, we will find a new house before the baby comes and you're welcome to stay with us because now you're past the point of abortion. So Fiona pitches adoption. And Frank goes, give a Gallagher away? For free? <laughs> sure. <laughs> call back. Or call future, future comment. <laughs> and Frank tells Debbie they need to speed things up and convince the cancer family that she needs to be on full time. And Frank encourages her to fuck the man to keep him interested. And Frank's like, well, that's so funny because it's like, you don't think I haven't been trying. <laughs> well, Frank's like, I'm, what I'm going to do is find a way to keep the wife out of the house for the whole day so that you have time and opportunity to fuck the grown man so that you can stay in his house. At school, Carl is hitting on Dominique again and again. It's not working. In fact, she seems a little into Nick in this scene. She seems a little like, oh, what's your deal to Nick? Because he's big and tall. Yeah. And sweet. He's a gentle giant. At the ball house, Carl brings in a gaggle, or sorry, Carol brings in a gaggle of children. They are the refugees that Carol's church agreed to take in. Carol is trying to get them all to stay rather than just one. And V is like, are you out of your fucking mind? And Kev is like, I get more karma points per, ch per child. All of them can stay here. I get extra karma for all of them staying here. Because what, how many kids are there? like six there's like eight <laughs> oh yeah there's just a lot more than one it's more than one that she already didn't agree to yeah uh at fiona's job sean walks in on her house hunting on her phone in the back office and we find out that will is coming to visit will his son and fiona does seem to be like very encouraging and helpful she's like oh my god will is coming that's so exciting what do you have planned is this the episode where she like spends some time with him not no. really. And there's a hoverboard involved? That's, Not in this one. No, that's next episode. Okay, that's later. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Fiona gets a call from Debbie. The sheriffs are at the house putting everything out onto the street. Meanwhile, Frank is at the hospital, quote unquote, running into the cancer wife, coincidentally, out of the blue, just running into each other. And he says that the doctors and the insurance companies, they're out to wring you dry and poison you with the chemo drugs. And he asks, are your affairs in order? And she's like, well, no, because my husband thinks I'm going to get better. 
that and he the husband doesn't even come to the hospital with her because then it's like well this is well then you have cancer if i go to the hospital with you you have cancer and i have to face that so i will instead stay home and pretend that you're going to be he fine. seems like a bad fine. partner like obviously he's probably like very like overwhelmed with her having cancer and like raising the kids but i'm like mm, you're kind of a dick yeah Right. Well, it's also like no one is surprised about Frank taking advantage of vulnerable people. But damn, Frank is taking advantage of vulnerable people. Like, yeah. (laughs) And Frank's like, well, I'm certified in end of life preparations and I'll give you a free trial run today to help get your house in order. But like, you know, what's weird is he is throughout this episode. He is being very weirdly helpful. Like he is actually. Oh, he's been through it. Like Like, he's he's actually helping her secure things that help with end of life care. Like it's. Yeah, I mean, like, well, Bianca, like, I mean, he didn't really do that much with end of life care necessarily, but it's like I'm sure he's been down this road before. Like this cannot be the first time that he's done this like scam. Yeah, essentially, it's just strange when his scam is also like genuinely a little helpful. Like not a scam. Accidentally, (laughs) remember when he killed that lady doing crack with her on the trains? Like. Oh, yeah. Remember how he killed a woman? Yeah, he literally killed a woman trying to recreate that shit. She can't be his first. God. Do you remember when he, when he, uh, the, the, the pager with the lady in the heart transplant? Oh, my God. Butterface. Yeah. With Butterface? God. Come on. Like, this is not, this is not it's his not first his radio. First kill. He's a killer. And he didn't <laughs> even get the damn house and he murdered that woman. Oh, Yeah. Anyway, what was it? Her pension money? Yeah. She was a city employee. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Fiona gets to the Gallagher house and she and Debbie do, they come to a momentary truce. They're like, Fiona thanks Debbie for calling her. She's like, I'm still a Gallagher. Like, but when it comes down to it, I'm going to call you when the fucking sheriffs are at the house. I'm and sick of once, them using their last name as an excuse. Yeah. I'm a Gallagher. I'm a, I'm a Gallagher. A Gallagher thing. Shut the hell up. Shut, uh-uh. Who cares? Shut up. Your family sucks. <laughs> And once again, I'm going to complain about the pacing of these episodes throughout the whole season. I hate it. <laughs> Every scene is so short and it no, feels like they don't have any I think, substance. I think that's why I remember the most of this season because it keeps my attention span. <laughs> a scene, it's yeah, short, a scene it keeps don't changing go scenes. too long. But it's like I so, I so preferred when they had like five minute long substantive scenes. They didn't have I know it's because, well, I'm looking players. at what scene it is transitions to it's because they just like to throw a little bit in there yeah they're like oh let's do a little comedy moment to break it up and it's like i don't actually need that yeah the show was funny when you had like like when it was naturally long funny. scenes yeah. long scenes with comedy in the scenes or there would be comedy in the dialogue or whatever i don't yeah. know how to transition like, to and then i don't know throwing stuff in for shock value is always kind of like my pet peeve yeah sometimes like stuff like this well i They've done scenes like this before, but it's like, that's the thing is it's like they've done scenes like this before. It feels like well-worn territory. No, I definitely said, like, like, they, I'm sick of them saying it's a Gallagher thing because it's not, it's it's in the Well, not just that, but this next scene where, where it's supposed to break up, like, the tension because it's, like, funny, like, okay. Like, the casket shopping. We've seen them casket shop before when- Right, exactly, where they've, you know- gotten into the caskets before and it's like oh look at that like they're being so crazy and like not socially acceptable and it's like okay we literally used this set before like we've done this. right like i'm like i don't need this this isn't making me laugh because it's not like new yeah. 
But yeah, he's Frank is ca is casket shopping with the cancer wife, and he's even trying to upsell her on the Cadillac of caskets because he's getting a kickback from the casket guy with recommending the more expensive one. And then we go back to the family being literally thrown out onto the street. Sean is helping how he can. He shows up. He's like, I'm going to go get boxes so that we can at least put your shit into boxes. Love you, Sean. <laughs> and then Kevin V offered, they're like, keep all of your stuff in our house. Like it's two doors down. Pack your shit up. Move it into our house. And like, except for the furniture, the furniture is going to stay in the yard and it'll be good until it rains. Like, because, she's, like they're doing all they, they can. Say they had like way longer of a time until they were supposed to get kicked out. That's what Fiona asks the guy kicking them out. She's like, I, the family who bought the house said we had a week. And the guy's like, the bank owns the house. So the bank says, get the fuck out. But if the, if they already bought it, though, that makes no sense. Well, they didn't yeah, buy it. They have a loan still... that the bank owns. Yeah. It's still in, in process, yeah. Yeah. Uh, da -da -da -ba. Inside the house, Ian and Lip are, like, they're taking apart their room, and Lip offers Heartbreak. Ian a place to stay at his dorm. He's like, hey, now that you have no other choice, you actually can crash at my dorm room. Please, I'll leave you a key. Come and stay. Well, and I feel like Ian's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> like, fuck you, actually, but I will be taking that key. <laughs> Ian gives him shit about the old woman that he's fucking. Lip says Helene's 40. Ian, you have no room to talk at all. Oh, yeah. Mr. Old Ass Boyfriend Ned's... Uh, Ned. Yeah, Ned. Cash, Cash, and Jimmy's dad. Shut your mouth, Ian. Like, come on, girl. <laughs> and Ian's like, thank you. I will come by the dorm after the firefighter's barbecue. Ian's like, I was crazy back then. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, bra he brags about all the fun places he's fucked people. And then he accepts the key to Lip's dorm. And they, just like Debbie and Fiona had a moment earlier, Ian and Lip have come to a temporary truce. How many of those places are places with Mickey that we know of? Bleachers? Bleachers yeah. is Mickey the bleachers? underneath the bleachers. Back, back room of Cash's yeah. store? With dugout. Doug, so Cash dugout. and Mickey would be back of the Cash yeah. and Grab. Dugout is Mickey. Bleachers is Mickey. What else does he say? Stuff with the club? Oh, yeah, definitely. Club, the club. is just yeah. club, club men, old men. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a little wild guy. He's fascinating. He's a, what is it, voyeurism? <laughs> <laughs> well, and then he was sexually manic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, downstairs, V opens her home to Fiona and the family. And uh, V and Debbie says that she's going to ask the family that she's nannying for for a place to stay. And V's like, okay, then we could take Carl. And then he makes one too many, like, I have a big black dick jokes to V, a black woman. And she's like, I changed your diapers. And I know there isn't a big fucking black dick down there. <laughs> and she gets in his face about his black scent. She's like, yeah, fucking read him, uh, V. Good for you. And then Sean has to leave to get his son. And he tells Fiona, come stay at my place. And Fiona goes, oh, that's great. I think we can all fit there. And like, pause, girly pop. He said you. He said he said you can come. He didn't say please Doesn't move he, your family he's like, into he's my like, home. He's like, oh, he's like you can like Liam can come. Yeah, but he was like Liam not Carl and his baby friend, and like can't figure out anything else for himself. But the other kids should be old enough to figure something. Yeah, out. Yeah, he even says that he's like it sounds like Debbie and Carl are set. Liam is of course welcome, but like that's it. I didn't invite your whole family. And she's like what the fuck and she's like taken <laughs> like, back like girl she gets like mad 
And Sh Sean says that Carl is 100% not invited because he's been to juvie. He carries a piece and Sh and Sean's kid is there. And no. also, Sean's still well, Sean's, on fucking Sean parole. Sean not on probation? Or probation yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I was like... like he's still seeing his, Fiona like... Because like, well, you've been to jail. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, and I don't have a fucking gun. Yeah. And, like, if even Carl though, like, he doesn't know house. Carl is doing guns instead of drugs, like, he can't have someone who's dealing anything living in yeah. his house. I know if this was Right, still... it's like, for all he knows, Carl is also dealing yeah, drugs. Yeah, it doesn't matter what he knows <laughs> like, or not. He knows he's doing something and making a shit ton of money. For sure, if this was still seasons, like, one and two, and Debbie and Carl were, like, nine, oh, I'm absolutely. sure that Sean would be like, of course, bring your children right, to stay but with also, us. Right, <laughs> but also, Debbie wouldn't be pregnant, and Carl would not be dealing literally <laughs> like they would be regular ass children like liam i am on sean's side here he's correct no completely especially uh, his child his child's there yeah meanwhile frank brings cancer wife to the alibi where svet is holding it down looking hot as fuck as usual and the cancer wife starts smoking weed from a vape and frank calls her hot and talks about what outfit she should wear in her casket and then he picked that he pitches her hey as a bucket list item you want to do some coke She's like, I snorted coke. No, He's like, well, no, the way she's he, crazy. No, I, I want to make a comment about like when she hits her pen, like she hits her pen and then like he sniffs it and he's like, he's like taken back. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, I didn't take you up for a smoker. And she's like, oh, this little thing, it's medical. And like all this. And then she talks about how she was a smoker and stuff. And then, and then that's when he offers her the coke thing. But like, he's like, he's like starting to like, genuinely like her like not even like yeah. scheming wise he's like oh okay this girl might be on my level <laughs> it's like it's like i don't know like I, you guys brought it up earlier like homeboy's like really endearing in these last couple of episodes like he's doing a lot for people and like he's, he's fun. just a good well, guy like, and i'm like what as long as you don't rely on frank for anything he can be kind of a fun yeah. friend yeah and, like he knows how to party. Yeah, and like, like as long Bianca, as you don't rely on him and you don't let you don't give him the opportunity to steal from you. <laughs> and like all all Bianca wanted from him was a fun time. She's like, I'm on my way out the door. Let's yeah, have a fucking riot. She was like, I wouldn't riot. be talking yeah. to you right now unless I was dying. So I'm gonna make the most of it. And like Frank pitches heroin to Cancer Wife. She's also done it. You're right. He likes her. It's mm -hmm. like. This this chick, this chick can hang. Like, okay. She's, like, been there, done that. And she was, like, she said she was, like, a roadie for some, like, just, like, old, like, metal band or, like, hair band, yeah. basically. And she was saying, like, she slept with, like, all the members of, like, it's, like, a famous band. She was, like, I slept with, like, all I the think I wrote it down later. I want to but... say Motley Crue, but I feel like I'm wrong. And I feel like it'd be hard to find that. It's Guns N' Roses. It's Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses. Yeah. I, it comes up later. She yeah. dated Melissa. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hold on. All right, so. Okay, yeah. Where was I? Where was I? He likes her. Lip Great. Lip brings, brings the, last, the of last of the stuff out of the house, and he and Fiona start to, like, commiserate. Like, hey, why does this shit always happen to us? And well, I'm not going to lie. The rent deal with Patrick was a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. Yeah. Like, that was not going to last forever, especially once he figured out that he didn't have to pay the rent yeah. or the mortgage and because he doesn't get would the happen repercussions to him. right like nothing would happen to him i am happy that the writers remembered that and like brought it back as a plot device. right they were like what would happen if they lost their house yeah. like ooh. uh now lip uh fiona and kev pitched like them staying in the room above the alibi for a little while uh which svet is currently living in she's like fuck no <laughs> yeah 
And then Lip tries to bring Fiona around to the idea of Debbie being a mom. And then tells Fiona, Debbie helped raise Liam. Everyone else is old enough to look after themselves. Like, maybe it'll be okay. And then we find out Fiona got too busy to have her own abortion. So she is still with child, Fiona. Right, like clock's ticking, girl. And then the sheriff the sheriff comes out and says they're locking up the house. And Fiona's like, hey, can I have another minute? I can go and look around. And like, as someone who recently moved out of my childhood home, this scene got me. It really did. <laughs> <laughs> like her walking around the empty house and like the moment Ugh. where she finds their height markers on the wall. Like it's, oh, it got or It's me. like the closet door yeah, or something. Yeah, it's like the closet yeah. on the stairs. Like, I remember, I took so hurts, many pictures man. of that door jam in my old house, like, where my mom had marked our, our like, growth throughout our lives. Huh. It hurt. That was, like, this, I get it. Like, they what totally a good detail. It. Yeah. Set dressers. What a fantastic detail. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know if that was there or if that was, it was probably written into the script, but, well, no, I feel like they probably, the set It's probably been there on the set, yeah. The set department did it, and then- the writers knowing what the set looks like wrote that yeah. in. What a great so detail. Good. It's so good. And then we over over to Nick and Carl. They're rolling up on a fancy building. Uh, there's been a lot of focus on Nick and his bike lock in this episode, and it was making me afraid. <laughs> and I didn't like it. By shadowing. <laughs> and this building is their new place. Uh, or the one that they're looking at. Meanwhile, Just Debbie like what? All- like a high-rise apartment? Nothing yeah. crazy but expensive apartment, obviously. Meanwhile, Debbie all but broke into the cancer family's house. She made the husband a drink. She tries to give him a massage, but he does not have interest in the child who is hitting on him. Also, she's, she's like, hey, not a good feel- flirt. Sorry. Yeah. And like, she's, she's too aggressive with yeah. it. And good for him. He's like, hey, even if you are 18, you don't look like you are. And that's upsetting. And I'm a dad. And that's weird. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, back to the alibi, Frank and Cancer Wife, they're shooting pool. They're commiserating about their sex, drug, and rock and roll past. She says she was once used <laughs> as a rotisserie by two members of Guns N' Roses. What a baddie. And he asks why she left it behind. And she said she wanted the adventure of a family, even after she had had a long-term relationship with Melissa Etheridge. That's crazy. So, like, she's fruity. She's a fruity girl. <laughs> Not me and you she's both highlighting it. that at the same time. She's well, a, I wanted she's to say okay. a lesbian no, I'm, musician. No, I know. Yeah. I'm I wanted to her. what I wanted to look up was I'm like, do you think they had to get permission to say to that? Say, no. Yeah. I, I think if, no. I think if you know if it's if it is known to be a fictional television show, I don't think you have to have permission to like make stuff up about celebrities. That's true. I feel or like also they if, definitely if she's known to be a lesbian. Because before. I feel like if 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 it was a celebrity that was not out, well, even then, if it's a fictional yeah. show, but I'm like, yeah, if it was like to... the Daily Show, they might get in trouble for that joke. But it's right. I'm yeah. like, do you think they had to like work around some? Yeah, like a talk show, no, news, informational type of show. I feel like would get flamed. Yeah. But like, this is shameless. Where yeah. we watch people do right, crack. People like, like we, well, like we Shit's Creek. Alexa, Alexis said that she's dated like so many celebrities, and I think you can just do that in comedy. But shows. that's like a f- yeah. But I guess it gets it gets different when it becomes about like outing. If it's a celebrity that's like not out, mm. but Melissa Etheridge is out, so it's like this whole. I thing. Like that, Alexa, I think that's but, like yeah. the funny part. Is like yeah. It's like this whole this, thing. Like, this whole woman married to a man, matter, like, but... had dated her, a yeah. known lesbian. Right. It would be like, 
it would be like, um, are they saying something <laughs> about, right. Uh, so Frank tries to get her for a bathroom quickie, but she's like, hi, I'm not that drunk, actually. And we go back over to Carl, who's black scenting all over this realtor. She's not buying it. Again, just quick cut and then away again. Then we jump to Lip's dorm. Amanda is stopping by while Lip is getting ready for a shower, like walking out into the hallway in his towel. And she asks to come in and take pictures of the painting she did on his wall for her portfolio, the naked lady painting. I don't even think she's an art. She's not an art student. I think she is. No, it doesn't. No, I think she's not an art student. She just no, does she's art. Not. I think she. She just I does art. She just yeah, does she's art. not. She. Maybe it's a minor. She makes like a whole point yeah, of be. why she makes art. She's like, I feel like they, I read this thing that blah, 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 blah. Like she's very like, very super, like, I don't know. She's a reason why she's making art or something. But she told him she has a new boyfriend who's directly above uh, Lip's dorm. And she's really, she's like, I'm not here to fucking flirt with you or whatever. I, my painting is on your wall. I want to get pictures of this. And so he's like, okay, fine. And he steps out to take a shower. And then his phone goes off. And Amanda checks it. Uh-oh. I know Lip is unplugged, but, like, why would he leave it? <laughs> He's going to get a shower. But, uh... You don't want music in the shower, girl? Like, also, he's an RA, so it's like, what if someone calls you, I The last time I took a quiet shower, don't even talk to me. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's different when it's, like, a public dorm shower. True. Plus, Lip is also pretty unplugged. Yeah. yeah. Like, I- like, I feel like it's more likely to get stolen in the locker room than if you leave it in your room, I guess. Uh, That's true. Back to Carl and Nick. Like he should know better. (laughs) Back to Carl and Nick. They step out of the fancy building, and Nick's bike has been stolen. My little guy. Mm. I feel so sad for him. Like he's so so upset, and Carl is so upset for him. Like, oh, it's it's oh, it's devastating. And love that bike. I know it meant so much to him. All he wanted. All he was he a nice wanted. guy. He didn't do anything. Oh. Kev brings the family to the alibi and Svet tells him that Frank was the only customer all day. And Fiona says she needs to stay with Svet, who is renting the room upstairs. Svet's like, fuck you. I have a contract. No, you can't just kick me out of my apartment. She's like, I pay rent. The fuck? Yeah. She's like, I'm not okay with you staying with me. And Svet's like, get a fucking hotel. You can't afford it? Open your legs and start making your own fucking money, Fiona. I know, and she's like, you want me to do the rubber And Fiona's like, I would never. Yeah. Like, I know, and she's like, whoa, you think I'm They've less? had beef about that before. Yeah. Right? Like, they've had beef about that before, where Svet's like, oh, you look down on me because I've done sex work. Yeah. At least I can afford my own fucking apartment. But, like, <laughs> if I'm being honest, I feel like when Fiona was dating all those rich guys and lying about things, like, even though she wasn't doing anything, she was just doing it for her own benefit, she was kind of doing that. Even yeah. though it wasn't, like, official. She was kind of doing escort stuff for a while. She was she was doing escort stuff like back in season two or whatever. Yeah, she was getting like rides in nice cars and nice dresses and stuff like that. Like, babe, that's what that is, right? It was just because she like didn't have to have sex with them, but she who usually had sex with them friend? anyway because they were usually pretty cute guys. Yeah, the one, who was yeah, her like the... friend who was in love with her? Naomi. No, Naomi's later in the season in the series. The blonde girl who like has the boat. Yeah, I forget her name. No, I know. It's one I of know who moms. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But her, I'm thinking about like the t- that era of things. No, yeah, same. Uh, okay. Anyways, and so I love Svet's. Like, yeah, I'm gonna read you down, bitch. No, you can't stay in my fucking apartment and go peddle yourself and and get your own fucking money. Get the fuck out of my face. And she's so right for that. Yeah. 
Uh, Ian rolls up to the gay firefighters barbecue, and we are oh, treated let's to a go. I forgot about the baseball. A cringeworthy bit about baseball positions and misunderstanding, like sexual dialogue. He goes, like, um, he asks if Ian pitches, and he and goes, he like, yeah, usually. Uh. It's like Christ, Ian. Yeah. Also, yeah, usually, but like him bottoming for the first time is like a plot point in season. No, one. literally. Yeah. No, I hated this. I hated it so much. Uh, I have a whole nother thing I can talk about. That discourse of thing. Don't even get me started. And then we find out they're actually playing softball. It's the cops versus firefighters softball game. Oh, wait. I and need to actually talk about this. <laughs> Caleb, asks, <laughs> Caleb asks Ian to cover second base while they play the gay cops team. And Tony the cop is one of those gay cops. He's like, your sister. She turned me gay. He's like, Ian? Tony? And he goes, like, I didn't know you came out. And he goes, yeah, your sister. Turn me gay. Turn me gay. <laughs> it's like, he's crazy for that because you were obsessed she with did. her. No, obsessed. literally. Well, it's also her. like, it's also like that beautiful woman, yeah. that goddess of a woman. She's the type of woman that turns gay guys well, straight. Honestly, the, the amount of shit she did to him, I get it. Well, if it's like a heartbreak <laughs> thing. But I'm like, you can't sit here and act like you weren't and like attracted to her. Yeah. Also, Tony, wasn't he like on. with a woman like when Jimmy Steve after Fiona? Yeah, yeah. he like dates yeah. this girl because he's like, oh, I took. Yeah, her he instead. does. He da- he dates a girl. Yeah, the the writers forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> well, they were like, let's be funny. <laughs> uh, back to cancer family's house. <laughs> Debbie accidentally walks in on the husband in the shower. And confronts him about the fact that his wife is dying, like it or not, and he needs the help that Debbie provides. And she's right. Like, she's right for the wrong reasons, but she's right. And then we cut to Lip at school, who's going to the library, where he sees on every computer in the library the naked picture he took of Helene all over Twitter. It's her with her titties out right underneath the painting on his dorm room wall. It's everywhere everyone on campus has seen it and like and then we cut away again again fucking hate the pacing i wrote here my two favorite things are gay people and baseball games i these scenes were so rough i know i was like i feel like that's your whole brand amanda (laughs) just gay (laughs) Gay people and baseball baseball. that's literally (laughs) the start of every single episode whenever i come to your house (laughs) (laughs) i oh my god i got so the phillies have these overalls that got released this year that were like literally just overalls. I saw a photo. Yeah, I was wearing my, my powder blue overalls. I got powder blue overalls no, for Christmas. So cute. It was so exciting. Oh, I just also just speaking of Christmas, Zoe texted me the other day and she just was like, Oh, by the way, you're in my family's calendar and in your our Christmas card this year. And I was like, That's awesome. I literally was like, I'm so proud to be a part of your family. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm in their That's family so funny, calendar. Actually. That's Awesome. Yeah, you're in you're in our newsletter and you're in Zoe's calendar. You're on her calendar like, like three that makes times. me feel so special. Like <laughs> my family doesn't do that shit, and I'm like, look at my other family over here. I get their family's Christmas <laughs> card every so year. Funny. Oh my god, I get all your personal. That's my that's my second home. <laughs> and it's one hour away from you. <laughs> no, literally, we live an hour away from each other. <laughs> I saw you guys a lot this year, like you three did, times. Yeah. Because once we figured out how fucking close you were. I just hopped on a train. I said, hey. I'm like, what's up? Yeah, so I, I texted Lena or, a couple weeks ago, um, and I said, I'm I'm planning to meet her next year. You have to oh, make yeah, it happen. Oh, yeah, I need to come to Maryland or something. Or honestly, I was like, maybe we just both go to Philly. Yeah, just meet in the middle. rendezvous. Woo, woo, woo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so we cut to Lip at school. Sorry. 
Ugh. Helene, naked, everywhere, on all the things. And then gay people in baseball. These scenes are rough. Uh, because Ian, baby, what, what, what are we doing? You don't know how to play second base? Catch the ball, tag the bag. It's not hard. I think he does, but then the they get into a fight about if he's safe or not. Yeah, well, the the cop goes like, no, slides I am. into him. They raise their yeah. voices slightly, and Ian's like, oh, all right, let's go. He's like, oh, so we're fighting now. He throws the first so punch. we're beating each other's asses now. Bench okay. clearing brawl. It's and awesome. Then, they're bloody. They're sexy. Just a bunch of gay men fighting each other. Ugh. It's Ian's favorite thing. No, literally. Probably hard as a rock. Nick and Carl have a quick scene where Carl promises to buy Nick a new bike and Nick says he needs to go and get his gun. This could have been a part of the scene where he discovered the lock. It could have been an actual significant emotional moment, but we just going to like, blah, 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 like blah, 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 along in this episode. Yeah, I'm looking like who, like, I'm like, did the script look like this or did this get edited this way yeah why does it why is it but like i feel this? like every scene is a different location like i feel like they had so many like different sets for this episode or yeah. like i don't know like this outside, whole season whatever. has been like this it's been so choppy and irritating i don't know do you could there be a reason why as in like maybe they are filming schedule like in chicago versus filming on a lot probably were very different or no, like circumstances I... were probably weird I think Lena was right. I think they're trying to insert comedy buttons throughout the episode rather than giving the show the emotional weight that they used to. Mm. Or construct, yeah, construct the scenes in a way where there can be beats of comedy in a serious scene. Yeah. That's when they, that's because they lost the British touch. Yeah. I'll say it. Yeah. It got like, too American. That's a marker. That's a marker of like British comedy is like heavy, heavy dialogue. And let it sit. Let it simmer. Yeah. That's why people. Eight succession the fuck up. Yeah. It had the British touch. Mm-hmm. Uh back to Fiona, who's at work, where the other waitress is giving her shit, like, wow, I didn't know we could all take four hour breaks. <laughs> Fiona's like, Yeah, she's I got so fucking... right for that. <laughs> but Fiona's like, Hi, I got fucking evicted from my house. And like even that coworker who hates Fiona for valid reasons is like, Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry about that comment. <laughs> And then she agrees to call her cousin who owns apartment buildings so that she can try to find a place for Fiona and Liam to crash. And then over to V, who is hiding all of the weapons her tiny refugees had on them. And then she's like, okay, everybody get in the tub. We have to clean you all up. And she's giving them all little kid baths in the tub. And then back to school. Again, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, we're just bouncing back and forth. Back to school. Lip confronts Amanda about tweeting that picture of Helene. But Amanda is not sorry. And Lip screams, I never made any promises to you. And Amanda says, yes, you did with your eyes and your smile and your cock. Because aren't they in public at this point? She's insane. She's they're in I the feel library. like they're just standing outside. They're, no, they're in his her boyfriend's dorm room. Oh. Yeah. But like, you made promises She's with insane. your eyes and your smile and your cock. She's a crazy girl and I love her. <laughs> she's insane. Heart. I like, I think she's like, I I don't like her like at all <laughs> i want to like beat her up she's like i love her but i also want to be her she's more crazy than she's about the same amount of crazy as karen but in a like a much less irritating way no because like my whole I thing is just like she karen. can be crazy no i kind of loved karen no karen had every excuse to be the way she did i'm i'm sorry Karen, yeah, Karen, like, made me sad. Yeah. I had, I was able to have more sympathy. Because I'm also, like, oh, she had, like, serious daddy yeah, issues. Like, and and she was so young. And to have a mother who, like, couldn't even go outside. 
Or, like, she had to be the mother to her mother. It's like, oh. Yeah, like, you could sympathize with Karen. But, like, Amanda, you're just, like, you were given such a great life. And you are just being such a bitch at all the time. Like, even when, like, Lip visited her in Miami. She's like, yeah, like, this is a shitty house. Like, my dad, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you have a private driver. You have a house in Miami. Like, shut the hell up. I remember she says at one point. She kind of, like, resents her parents for adopting her. Yeah. Yeah. Because she feels like she has to, like, live under a different set of standards. I I know. I just love a girly pop causing chaos. Uh, <laughs> and that is why you should both, wa- both watch Saltburn. Don't get me wrong. Uh, <laughs> she is in Oh, attorney. I've been meaning to. It's so fucked up in such a girly pop way. It's so good. It's set in 2006, so it's a period piece. Um, It's so good. Uh, so yeah, I love Amanda. She's crazy. And then we return to the ball house. V takes the last child who needs to get cleaned up and she's like, take off your top. And she's like, oh, so you're not a boy. So I will shout out this character. So this is, I like Googled her. Um, she was in the like Disney show, Andy Mac. I never watched it, but I remember hearing about it. Cause it was one of those shows that like talked about how they dealt with a lot of like really interesting topics and like young gay characters and like situations with like parent loss. I don't know. I watched a Ooh. lot of clips and it touched on like a lot of heavy subjects that like you didn't expect for a Disney show, but it ran for seven seasons. Um, and her name is Peyton Elizabeth Lee. She is so cute. She's the cutest person you could ever like see in the entire world. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to give her a shout out because I remember watching the show again being like, oh, that's the girl who's on Disney. But Oh, that rocks. Didn't that show get canceled because there was something of like. I'm sure one million moms got mad. No, it wasn't that. It was like someone was being creepy to the underage actors. Oh, I don't don't remember. It ran for. I read some article on it. A good couple of seasons, though. Find any television show about small children and somebody is being creepy. There's someone behind the scenes being creepy for sure. Yeah, I read some article about it. And then maybe that wasn't the main reason it got canceled, but that was. Oh, Asher Angel was in that show. That's why he was famous. The guy from Shazam. I didn't realize he was in that show either. Oh. The, the Shazam okay. in Shazam, that kid. Yeah. We return to the ball's house. Uh, Sorry. Uh, Yeah. So it's a girl. And she's like, okay. And then she goes to grab, like, they now have boxes of the Gallagher's clothes. So she goes and grabs, like, some of Debbie's clothes to, like, pretty this girl up. Oh, and then, when she goes pink or blue. It, yeah. The way she says it is just, like, so cute. I love V. Tra- she's a mother she would be the mother of a trans child in the best way like ally <laughs> pink or blue girly which one do you want uh it, it's so funny and this uh, in this next scene chucky goes walking up to the eviction notice on the house because i also forgot chucky was there yeah homeboy was right at school. it's like oh my god okay he this is not the end of chucky we see him no, again we see, see him in and like two is, episodes it's funny i'm not gonna lie oh. it's funny it's really funny uh, so, yeah, he comes up to the Gallagher's now locked house because every single person who lived there forgot he was there. And then we go to Helene's office where somebody has taped the picture to her door and she doesn't answer the door for him. And then we join Debbie. She and Frank talk about Debbie successfully convincing the dad to let her stay. And then he celebrates with her. He's like, okay, and then this is the plan. At this time, you go to bed and then you wait for them to go to bed and then you help me sneak in the window and I sleep on your floor and then I'll leave in the morning. And Debbie's like, yeah, sounds great. You got it, dad. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. It stops him in his tracks because like when was the last time like, oh. called him dad? She was definitely the last one to call him dad too. Oh yeah. She's the only one for a uh, while. Before, well, 
I mean, Liam, like, just doesn't talk, yeah. but Liam Liam continues it for a while. But, like, Carl definitely stopped before Debbie did. Carl stopped after something in season after four, After cancer. Y- after liver. Yeah. Because when liver, he was like, oh, Frank might actually die. But then after... I think probably after he got taken away for the drugs in season five, after Frank called in that tip, he was like, "Yeah, nope, you're dead to me. Yeah. Like, uh, then we join Ian at the baseball field. They're having post-game drinks, and one of the firefighters asks Ian, so when are you going to take the test to join the department? And Caleb encourages it. You just met. Uh, Caleb encourages it and is pissed off when Ian says, like, I was really kind of here to, to fuck you. That's why I came to this. And, and... Caleb has to spell out that he would like to go on a date. Caleb, like, asks almost okay. offended. Yeah. And I'm like, you can't, like, be flirting with First someone. First of all, I hate Caleb. He's yeah, so I annoying. hate him immediately. First of all, you're not going to like him. Caleb anymore. encouraging that Ian join his workplace and then be like, well, I'm mad that you wouldn't ask me out on a date that you just wanted to fuck. It's like, well, I don't think that you should be dating a guy while you're like well like if you want him to yeah. join yeah your workplace like because it's it would be one thing if he already worked there and you were like oh maybe we should date but for you to be like i want to mentor you into joining the force and whatever and also, and also date me. it's like yeah it's like there's kind of a weird power dynamic happening there yeah for sure i thought this line that they gave ian was mean uh like with flowers and chocolate and shit like it just reminded me of mickey and it made me sad yeah, like, obviously he doesn't mean to come yeah. off that way, but, like, Homeboy's never been taken on a date. He's been fucked in the back of a grocery store, like... But, but like, also it's like, when, when he Ian didn't was taken away, that way, they were about to go on a Sizzler date, like, mm. with, like with dinner and shit. Uh, yeah. Ugh. There was progress going on. But it's like, yeah, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, on a real date yeah, with, like, yeah. Sizzler and shit. Yeah, I forgot and about that. he's, like, that. wearing, like, a, ni- a dress shirt or, like, a nice shirt is what he says. It felt mean. It, it just is, felt mean. That is mean. Yeah. That is mean because it is like, what? So he never did that for you? Yeah. Like, it's like, well, there was... um. He did nurse you everyone, back to health when you were on a manic depressive spiral. He did do that. Everyone <laughs> always brought up, like, during the time when this... Around the time when this aired, everyone was always like, well, what about that one night when they made, like... He made them pizza rolls and they yes, watched the fucking night. Steven Seagal movies. It's like, it's like, so you're saying that wasn't a romantic date? It's like, well... <laughs> the sleepover was a date. But to be fair, they were they two beat. like sixteen or seventeen year old boys. Yeah. So that was that that's about as romantic date. as it gets. Uh, so I hate Caleb already. Um so that's where I am. Uh Caleb the problem with Caleb is that he sucks. I, I understand that they have they are they have they have different upbringings, like all this stuff, but he's really condescending. Uh, and he's yeah. overconfident that it comes off as like he's bitchy. Yeah, that's what he's, I get. Yeah, from he's, he's like really he's like, condescending. Um, I'm so open and free and happy and cool. Like, um, why why don't you feel like he's just mad that Ian and doesn't he kind of feel he like kind he of does. well he kind of treats Ian as lesser. like a project. Yeah, well, lesser, but also like like yeah, like a project, like embarrassing. Like he needs to train him. Yeah, yeah. almost like and Ian does like just coming off of some shit happens with them when ian has to go to the doctor and like the way caleb deals with the situation i'm like you just like don't know how to conversate with people it ends up being a beautiful <sighs> I don't remember when they both talk about their two things they have not brought up to each other yes i'm but like before I'm like, that I'm, i was gonna bring that up but yeah because i don't want to spoil that for amanda because she doesn't know yeah but he does kind of i just i'm remembering the scene where he like takes him to the wedding oh my god shut up 
and uses him. He's using Ian as a prop. He uses him. Yeah. And it's like, and Ian like gets, Ian just kind of like, he's mad about it at first, but then he kind of just lets it happen because I think that he thinks he's being made better by Caleb. But he does, it comes off condescending. Like this whole date thing is so condescending. But then I'm like, oh, Ian is so like insecure and so like, has spent a couple years with like this lack of personal identity because it's like you know his complete world is thrown into upheaval with this diagnosis and the manic episode and then he spent a lot of the time being in like a serious relationship like this is kind of his first moment of like really understanding who he is outside of rotc outside of you know his perceptions of himself me getting really deep into my best friend Ian, but it's like it's weird to think about it because it's just like all of this is like one of his first serious relationships with a character that like we've never interacted with that before. has that has no clue that didn't know him growing yeah. up like that has no know relation to anyone is. else he knows because like even like Jimmy's dad and shit like that like it was Jimmy's like knows dad, him like, like knows him for him instead of knows him through his yeah. reputation and like who his family is. And I think he's, like, insecure about that. And I think he just kind of lets himself get molded. Yeah. And then it blows mm-hmm. up and you get to see that happen. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a while. It takes a while. Quite a while. Yeah, like a whole season. Which su- a whole season. <laughs> Where I stand right now yeah, is does I don't like him. I don't like him. Ooh. I also think it is a disservice that he's one of, like, three black characters on the show. And, like, no, I literally, it's like dislike him. They just yeah. write them, like, so... I don't know. It just makes me irritated. Four. Four or five, including Carol. Yeah. Uh, so Lip goes to Helene's house. Her husband did not go away on the trip he was going to go away on. And he's cutting Lip off. He's shutting the door in his face. And he's like, Helene is being brought before a disciplinary board about this. And then Fiona turns up on Sean's doorstep with Liam. And Sean gives her a hard time, but ultimately lets her and Liam into the apartment where Will is sitting there. And Fiona's like, hey, what's up, Will? Also, they recasted Will's, like, actor. Sometimes child actors from, forget from the how last to season. Yeah, from the last season. This is a different Will. Oh, my God. Will is kind of funny because he's just, like, silent yeah. a lot of the time. And he just kind of looks at them like this. He's, like, <laughs> always just, like, hiding. But this is, like, I think this actors who like is like the only will for like the end but obviously for other reasons but well yeah because there's back to college lip and ewins talk about the the helene situation ewins is like oh my god that was you and like is kind of jealous and actually he's like damn all right (laughs) (laughs) it's like lip do you want to go get fucked up actually (laughs) and then we go to the ball house like just bopping around carl and lip come to get their stuff uh, sorry, Carl and Nick coming to get their stuff. Nick's gun is jammed, and he and Carl can't get it. But one of the refugee kids takes it and takes the gun. <laughs> he apart like he like seconds. snaps because like I <sighs> obviously they don't like speak English at all. So he's just like he literally just like holds his hand out and he's like, it's so good. <laughs> he's so good. Back to college again. Lip comes home late. Ian is asleep in his bed. He looks through the art book that Helene gave him, and he is a sad, sad, sad man. And then go to oh how sweet. And then we go to the cancer Sharing house. A bed. Debbie, <laughs> the gets cancer a late house. Night. Oh my god, <laughs> is that what you've Debbie been calling gets... it this whole episode without me noticing? Yes. Cancer house, <laughs> cancer wife, cancer husband, <laughs> cancer house, uh, cancer house. Debbie gets a late night visitor, and like you see, like that somebody is crawling into her bed, and you're like, oh, she's been flirting with the dad the whole episode. It's clearly the dad. She turns over. Nope, it's the mom. <laughs> 
I just want to note that Amanda's is Frank in there? Not is yet. He on the floor? No, I think he's still okay. I don't think he'd enter the house. He's but no, out I just want to for the listeners. This is Amanda's notes at the cancer house. Debbie gets a late night visitor in a bed. Cancer dad? Nope. Cancer mom. <laughs> Singing <laughs> Melissa Etheridge. <laughs> God damn. And then. At- at Sean Place, they're doing up the pullout bed, presumably for the boys to share, probably. Uh, yeah. And then she tells him that she rescheduled her abortion. And then they have a cute, fun little pillow fight with the kids. It's cute. I love when Liam's actor gets to have fun. Yeah. It's fun. Like, he does that thing where she, like, like <laughs> I just like this thing that they have going where she brings up a serious topic and, like, he is aware that she does not want to talk about it. She would just like to inform He's him like, of okay. what's happening. He's like, cool. Pillow fight. <laughs> cool. Let me bully you yeah. a little. I love Sean. I love Sean. It's going to hurt me because I love him. And then we cut to credits. The after credit scene is Carl asking if the one refugee girl killed anyone in the war. And then she just starts to count on her fingers. And she just keeps going. She like passes like five. <laughs> and Carl's like fate. Like his. Carl's, like, face just drops. His eyes just widen. He's like, damn. It's like, I am not as hard as I thought I was, actually. (laughs) And then I could not find the credits music. I don't think it exists as a real song. And then... Probably not. Next week on Shameless, Fiona needs Gus to sign some paperwork so that Fiona can try to buy back her house. You'll... you'll It fills in the gaps, obviously. And then Nick is still messed up about his bike and does something bad. He does something bad. I don't know what it is, but it seems pretty bad. I think you putting it in caps definitely <laughs> intensifies that, yeah, it's, it, it, it's badder than bad. Because even Carl seems like, oh shit, that's not good. Like, Do they if use Carl that scene worried, of him, like, yeah. with the yeah, police? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn, they shouldn't have used that, because that's the one that puts you on the edge of your seat. <laughs> and then Lip has to speak at a hearing about Helene and their relationship, and that is next week. Womp. Oh boy! So that's the episode. Boy, howdy. Crazy. <laughs> I love closing my Google Seriously Doc crazy. to seeing Dan and Phil playing Akinator because that's what I was watching before we joined. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you listen to Simon's case? Yeah, I did, dude. It's really it's good, right? Amanda, so Lena's friend uh, wrote an entire symphony orchestra piece that is over 10 minutes about Dan and Phil stop it yeah dude it's beautiful yeah they're they're going through a serious stan and phil phase i need to talk um, to simon more often <laughs> i need to talk to Simon right um, now that's how i feel all day every day uh, so thoughts amanda i always want to hear your thoughts first because this is your first time watching these episodes so let's hear it how do you feel what's your feelings that, i know you obviously it, fucking hate the pacing i hate the pacing um i do i love an insane girly pop moment uh so that was super fun for me because like here's my thing with that like i know that she like fucked everything up but like helene was doing something wrong and that's all that amanda did she's like hey isn't this fucked up and the rest of the world is like yeah this kind of fucked up actually it's not great that she leaked her nudes but you know she didn't hit anybody with a car so i think (laughs) a lot of my more resentment comes to amanda's because of like this basically like this doesn't spoil it that much but like this spirals lip and he does not get back on his feet until multiple seasons later bro like Like, this is the start of like lips lips yeah his like his like total down yeah like which is like why i think i have more distaste towards her because of like i guess what we all experience that you haven't seen yet 
but yeah. that's but also fair. lip was lip was a bomb waiting to yeah go he's off. always he's always like been a bomb. the minute that helene got bored of him and dropped him that this was going to happen yeah like regardless but it just sucks that this is a circumstance because it made more intense and affected more people than it needed to yeah but then also but yeah what else sorry Debbie's storyline continues to be Debbie, and I hate Debbie, but the Frank part of it is actually interesting and fun. Yeah. Um, Cancer Mom's fun. Yeah, yeah. No, I was going to say, like, that storyline is only interesting because of what we get between Frank and the mom. Like, I could care less about Debbie and the dad. Yeah. And uh, Fiona kind is kind of infuriating me lately, but, like, Girly Pop's getting her life together. I have a feeling she's going to continue to not get this abortion and then she's going to eventually lose the child. Like, that is what I predict is going to happen. Um, uh, because no I know she doesn't have one, but I think she is going... Like, they've now put off, put off her abortion so many times that I'm like, there's no way she's getting this abortion. Uh, I think what Do the- you want to know whether or not she does? Do you want to say I don't know. I would like to make a prediction and see what happens. All right. <laughs> For the listeners, also, I'm so obviously, worried. me and Lena have seen the series in the entirety. So we have more intel of what <laughs> happens in future episodes. And Amanda has, has no knowledge at all about yeah, what she's doing. I have seen. context clues until, like, from what happens 10. in seasons 10. Yeah. Every single episode yeah. that me and Lena's, like, one-on-one conversation is crazy. Because <laughs> we have to talk about something secretly. <laughs> well, so we Amanda. will just be texting back and forth, like... Can you believe? Like, Spiritually, I remember this. I remember that. Bring up a topic that like me and Lena can't make a comment on because our opinions would sway what happens, and I don't want Amanda to get like hints off of that because us saying like something bad happens to Nick, you could have predicted at the moment you met that kid. So like, I know. it's just certain certain more details that I try to avoid because I want you to actually like be shocked and have the emotions yeah. because I remember watching this season for the first time and like my jaws on the floor for the later half. Like, like the, it the is ending like, season, no seriously. The end, they feel like the last three episodes, bro. You're gonna like. You're going to feel crazy. It is fun to make these notes as I watch the episode for the first time. Because, like, I the minute that I saw how much they were focusing on Nick's bike lock, I was like, something bad. You were bad. like, uh-oh, you uh-oh. Like, oh, no. the bike. <laughs> and, like, even with, like, last episode, like, he was just like, I don't want a car. Like, I want a bike, dude. And, like, and the Yanis thing. Like, out of out of nowhere with Yanis. I was like, yeah, you know what? Watching these and See, doing the notes while I watch them for the very first time is like, the way to that's go. That's ridiculous. Say- that's ridiculous. And that's, like, too much in the plot where it's like, this is crazy. But also, that was funny. Yeah. I like, that's like, how you do funny. Lena, would you agree it was ridiculous, that though. we won't do as much giggling in the next couple episodes? Like, I feel like the tone definitely shifts a little Well, something bit. terrible is it going to happen there, in the next there will be some. There will be some cringing. There is the thing that happens, which is, like, the big thing. With, like, I'm, like, so worried. I know nothing at all about Nick, so, like, I'm so worried say, okay, about what's like, happening in the like next episode. Honestly, it does, it. it does get, like, pretty serious these next couple yeah. episodes, but... There is some cringeworthy moments. Which one? Particularly with, with Ian. With is Ian? It- yeah. No, the, the writing with him and Caleb is already infuriating. Oh, is it when they go to the wedding? <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That No, that's just a gif and an edit. Because it's like sexy Ian with his like V-line showing. It's like, oh, bro, you tried. You tried, it's, huh? Yeah, it's like when he was dancing on the podium in the bar. Like, Cam. Like, he looks ridiculous. Cam, you can do a great many like, things. Even, it, even in the bar, it's like, okay, like, like, he just looks like coked out or whatever. Like, he looks, like, he doesn't look that bad. But at the wedding, bro, I laughed. I laughed. I <laughs> laughed. 
It's like Caleb's like cousin, like not like once removed, like not even like I don't know. Anyways, me and Lena know you know how me and yeah. Lena feel. There's go. just a lot of cringeworthy moments between Caleb and Ian in general, but ones that make you like annoyed and yeah, Caleb just like sucks. I just already just hate the yeah, writing around like, him. Just the condescending. Because like these straight white writers don't know how to write uh, gay people or black people, and then I know the next boyfriend. They also don't know how to write trans people. So this is Trevor so fun. shows up at the yeah. end. Oh, we were talking about how much of a seven. shit show the Trevor stuff was. Yeah. We'll get into Dude, that, that actor has been on my For You page like seven times this week. I finally blocked him. I was <laughs> like, I can't look at you. Is he Elliot? Uh, unemployed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's just like doing fucking normal ass TikTok shit. But but then he yeah. like, my whole thing is just like, when you're an actor who hasn't acted in a while, you, I don't like, you can't say you're a working actor because guess what? You're not. Yeah, because you haven't been booked in a couple of years like yes you're an actor but you're not a relevant actor and I every sense- all of his comment section is always trevor and i'm like boy you can't run away from this because it's your most relevant role right. well it's like that's the one oh, i would say okay never mind well, fosters, I guess and the fosters. the fosters sorry that's where I like you got his some hater whatever. type shit and i love it <laughs> oh no you know my uh, not, no i know I have, and i love it I, okay let me put on the record i don't have any personal beef with elliot but Except I have a little bit do. But but I have knowledge <laughs> and I have friends and people and, talk. And you have beef. <laughs> and I've been on the internet. I've been guys, if we don't if we all forgot, I'm trans and I've been on the internet for a really, really long time. I know some things. But <laughs> I can't go into detail. I've heard some things. But yeah, I yes. So like, I think that all of the storylines that are happening are strong. I think the way they are happening is infuriating. Like, V and Kev just, just kind of got lost in the sauce in yeah. this episode. Like, oh, yeah, seven different foster kids moved in. Anyway, like... I think I really enjoy that lot, like, that plot with them, but they literally are just filler. Like, they literally, yeah. all their scenes were just a... But that's the thing is, if there was anything heavy happening with them, I think it would just be, like, yeah. distracting. They always or get it just, treated it, like It would filler, feel though. like there's not... Yeah... It's but always them. Like when they're when they're not dropping Ian from an episode, they're dropping Kevin V. Like they're they're immediately the most disposable in an episode, which is kind of aggravating. Like or, Debbie's become, Debbie and Fiona or Carl, they really start Debbie. dropping Carl later. Yeah, because Carl has his big moment, and then he gets pushed to the sidelines, and then it's like the Debbie show because obviously it's like, seriously the, she, the like, show. obviously like yeah. she has her baby by the end of the season so like it's just she's yeah just getting even more before more fiona's pregnant. gone even before fiona's gone it's like the debbie show for a yeah. while because yeah. there's a new baby like so of course they're, everyone's always like what is the baby doing so they're like let's yeah. show well debbie and, this and show surprise surprise that. she's not a great mom yeah, and then, <laughs> like, like when fiona left they tried to make debbie like the new fiona and the new main character and then they immediately had to get cam back on the phone be like, actually, do you mind coming back? Honestly, <laughs> we have I would a problem. Say that we fucked up. We fucked up. It stays relevant, but I it does get like kind of boring and dumb when Cam leaves. That is where I'm like, I'm bored. Yeah, yeah, but it's only like half a season, yeah, which is not that bad. And I'm excited to get to it eventually. But hey, look, we did it, guys. We, <laughs> we did six oh five. And this will come out in a couple of weeks, unlike the ones that we recorded in literally July. I know, literally, I love how, like, (laughs) July 1st was the first episode, and the fifth episode is December. (laughs) Listen, uh, (laughs) guys, we're busy, we're adults. (laughs) It was just Christmas. We all work full-time, and or go to school full-time. 
we're busy. Nobody yeah, cares. Seriously. No Nobody cares. cares. Only us. <laughs> we love you. We love you guys because you don't care. Yes. Um, but I think all right, it's ten right. o'clock on my computer's Wednesday. about to die and my desk yeah. is far away from oh, yeah, an outlet, so it's I time need to, to wrap go. it up. <laughs> let's wrap it up. And until next time, everybody, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.